Good evening and welcome to Direct Impact Broadcasting, the station of growth and transformation. Affiliate of Creative Broadcasting presents Leadership Tidbits with Coach T. Wilson with your host, Taiwana Wilson, as she welcomes her guest to the studio. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to Leadership Tidbits with Coach T. Wilson. I am your host and leadership mentor, Taiwana Wilson. I have another awesome mentor in our studio today, which I'm super excited about. Tracy Townsend is in the studio with us. Good evening. Good evening, Tracy. Good evening. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. I am excited to have you here Guests, please come in, introduce yourself, let us know where you are coming in from so that we can welcome you in properly. So just let us know, drop it in the comments and so that we can just know that you're here with us today. But I am super excited about today. We are talking about nutrition. We're talking about fitness for our busy leaders. And listen, let me tell you, I went to my doctor and had my annual visit. And yeah, I need to get it on the ball. So this is like right on time because the sister got some news that was like, whoa, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I got to do what? I'm here, for you. I'm here for you. Listen, I'm trying to get everything. So before I read Tracy's bio, we do have some people that are tuning in. So let's welcome them in. We have one of my mentors and, and friends, Dr. Christine Handy. She said, hello, hello. Thank you for tuning in, Christine, and for connecting. You know, it's all about connection, and, and Christine connected me with Dr. Tracy. So I'm excited about that. And Absolutely. she is ch checking in from Maryland. We also have Giovanna Banks-Jones, who's coming all the way from Dallas, Texas. Okay. That's my Welcome. cousin. Hey, cousin. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> all right. So our mentor today, Tracy Townsend, is a veteran educator and certified nutrition coach who provides online nutrition and fitness coaching at Fitness with Tracy. She believes that health and nutrition is for everybody. And that's the truth. It is for everybody, because if you ain't healthy, guess what? OK, Tracy's coaching and guidance helps people effectively fuel move and strengthen their bodies so that they can meet their unique fitness goals. She provides clients a consultation, personalized workout program, nutrition information, and regular check-ins, which means she is accountable and will hold you accountable. So you can visit her on her website and we'll give that information at the end. So you got to stay to the end to get her contact <laughs> information. But Tracy, welcome. I will turn it over to you because you got some good juicy nuggets and I do not want to delay it. Thank you, Coach T. Thank you so much. Um, and I am looking forward to sharing those nuggets. And I do have um, a short presentation I'd like to share with everybody. And so if you wouldn't mind, I'll just go ahead and start uh, presenting right now. Thanks so much. And welcome, everybody. I am so excited to be here with you. And 
I know that Coach T already introduced uh, me, and I just wanted to add a few things to that. Um, as she said, I am a veteran educator um, of 33 years now, uh, believe it or not, but I spent 31 years as a teacher and administrator um, and actually loved it. I was a teacher um, and teacher leader and then assistant principal and principal um, for a school district. And then I retired from that school district and started with another one. And so I am, uh, I, I consider myself a lifelong educator. So I'm still in the business of educating people. And I'd like to say whether it's um, in school or whether it's about health and fitness, uh, that's what I do. I educate folks. And so during the spring of 2021, actually just recently, I officially started Fitness with Tracy, which is my um, online fitness and health um, coaching. And I've always loved coaching and I wanted, or always loved fitness, health and fitness. And I wanted to do something and share with other people. Um, and so this is what I decided to do. And it was something different. And it was something um, that took a lot of courage on my part because I've never gone out on my own and started a business, but I, I really wanted to do this. And so just with the, the support um, from friends and family, um, I took the leap and I did it. But we also talk about being leaders. And we know as leaders that sometimes you have to uh, make changes and do new things. And so just some of the leadership moves that I thought about and that I practice and use as I started my business was, number one, I watched others. I really sat back and watched other online coaches and I watched how they worked with other people and I watched the type of content that they put out. So if you are learning and you want to get better, you definitely have to watch people. Another thing that I did is I actually hired um, a coach to help me sort of put my business together to think through the steps that I wanted to take and that I should take in order to start my business. And sometimes you just need to bounce ideas off of people and that helped me as well. Something else that I did is I joined an online uh, mentorship um, uh, group. And you do that whether you know what you're doing or whether you're new in the business or in an area, you wanna learn and you wanna be with like-minded people. And so the mentorship program and the mentorship group that I am in allows me to learn from others who are doing the same thing that I am, who want to help people. Um, and I think those are just some leadership uh, skills and leadership moves that I made as I moved uh, towards starting um, my business as a um, online nutrition and fitness coach. And so let's go ahead and get started and talk a little bit about as leaders, how do we take care of ourselves? And so this quote to me captures it all. You only get one body, take care of it. And uh, just a minute ago, I talked about finding people to follow and to learn from. And this quote comes from Squat University, Dr. Aaron Hershig, who I think is just a great person to learn from. And he puts out really great content about taking care of your body. And so I wanted to share it because it's a simple quote, yet it has so much meaning. And so, so often, especially as leaders, we are so busy 
helping others and doing other things that we tend to neglect ourselves. But we need to step back and we need to hold up for a second and we can't forget to take care of ourselves because if we neglect ourselves, we may not have that opportunity for leadership that we strive for so much. And so just take a moment and take care of yourself because you only get one body. Now let's look at, since we're a room full of leaders, and I always say that you know leaders come in all areas. Um, leaders, uh, like I said, I started as a teacher. Teachers are leaders. Um, you don't have to have the formal role in order to be a leader, right? So let's talk about how health and fitness um, are similar to leadership. Here's um, the first way. Leaders set priorities. And you also need to recognize that you are important. So you have to treat yourself as you are important. You have to treat yourself as a priority. You have to treat your health and fitness as a priority. The second thing, leaders take the initiative and they take action. So just like in leadership, you have to take the initiative to put your fitness, your nutrition, and your health first. And you have to take action to put in the work in order to address your needs. It's really important to do that. So just like in leadership, you can't sit back and wait for things to happen. You have to take the action for yourself and move forward, right? All right, next, leaders create a plan. And we know that you can't do anything without putting a plan together. Leaders take their priorities and they take their action steps and they put those together into a plan that will help them achieve their goals. And that's the same thing that you have to do for your health and fitness. You have to make sure that you're putting your plan together, create your action steps, and then you do need to take action. You don't just create a plan and let it sit there. You got to take action. And then finally, when I think of leadership, four and five um, sort of work together and it comes from a different perspective. But when I think of leaders, I always say that great leaders show care for their colleagues and for their employees. And think about it. Some of the great leaders that you have probably met and that are mentors to you, they care for others. Now, if you're a leader and you care for others, shouldn't you care for yourself? you are just as important as your colleagues and as your employees. And so certainly you need to show that care for yourself. And then finally, great leaders collaborate with others because we don't have all the answers. We don't know everything. Leaders know that they have to collaborate in order to move forward and in order to make progress. Just like that in leadership, you do that with your health and fitness. And what I mean is you can't know everything about health and fitness. So go out and find people who are like minded, who also want to work on their health and fitness. Um, find a coach who will work with you to help you meet your goals. 
Um, find a community of others who are also working towards their health and fitness. And then I think if you look at these five aspects of leadership, you're able to then sort of align them to your goals around health and fitness. And now let's get a little bit uh, more into the actual health and fitness part, because so often people will give me reasons for not working out. And so I wanted to share with you seven common reasons that people give me for not working out and not making good nutrition decisions. And they're really right here on the screen. They'll say, oh, you know, I'm just too busy. Or they'll procrastinate. Or they say, I just don't know where to start. And some people are so honest, I don't like to exercise, so I am not doing it, right? And some people say that cooking healthy, and, and I say healthy, cooking healthy, and joining a gym are just too expensive. They can't afford it. Um, some people say, well, I can't cook, so I don't know where to start. And then others would just say, I really like to eat, which is funny to me, but people say, I like to eat. Okay, well, let's look at how we can address each one of those. When you say you're too busy, really do this instead. Consider working out or training three to four days for 30 to 45 minutes. Now, let's take the minimum uh, time for that one. Three days for 30 minutes. That's 90 minutes every week. 90 minutes out of a seven day week. Um, you can do that. I believe in you and I believe that you're able to do that. And what I wanna tell you is, if that still sounds overwhelming, you can easily say, well, I can't start with 30 minutes, but I can start with 10 minutes. That is fine. I am all about meeting you where you are and working from there. It's fine to start at 10 minutes. The goal is not to stay there, right? You're not going to accept that for the long run, but that's where you can start and it's okay. Uh, procrastination. I found this quote and it really resonated with me. It goes like this, the greatest amount of wasted time is the time not getting started. That's really all I have to say about procrastination. The more you procrastinate, the more time you waste. So let's get started. So where do you start? You start exactly where you are. You start exactly where you are. Like I mentioned before, if you can do 10 minutes of walking, guess what? That's where you start. Um, making these healthy changes, it's not a about being difficult. It's about, again, starting where you are and progressing from there. And isn't that what we really do in leadership, right? We start where we are if we have a goal and then we work towards that goal. Some people don't like to exercise and that's fine. Do the activities you enjoy. And some people say, I don't like to do anything. Then try some different things. Here's your opportunity to step out and do something different. Find something that you enjoy. What gets you moving on a consistent basis? That's what you have to do. And if you think that it's too expensive to try to eat healthy, guess what? Cooking at home really is less expensive than eating out. And I'm not talking about you don't have to buy um, uh, organic veggies, right? You don't have to buy um, grass-fed meat. You can if you want to, but that's not what we're talking about. We're just saying going to the grocery store, cooking your own food at home, um, 
finding some free workouts on YouTube. Don't go join a gym. There are a lot of free workouts on YouTube. Go outside and walk. Walking is typically accessible to everyone. So being too expensive mm, only goes so far when, we, when you think about what you can do instead. And if you can't cook, let's start easy. Use the microwave. You know, the microwave is there. There are a lot of different foods you can toss into the microwave and cook. And guess what? You can go to the grocery store and pick up some pretty healthy um, frozen meals. Also, you can try the meal delivery service. Yes, those are a little more pricey than cooking yourself, um, but it is an option for people who can't cook. And then that last reason is that I just like to eat. Don't we all like to eat? We all like food. And so this is really about continuing to eat the food that you like. Also add in the veggies and the fruits and the lean proteins that you like. So that's really what it's about. And it's really about doing what you can do and progressing from there. Well, I want you to know that it's not about perfection. Is not about perfection. You don't have to be perfect at all. In fact, if you aim for perfection, that'll set you up for failure because you will never be perfect, right? 100% of the time. And then you'll end up quitting your journey. And so it's not about perfection. Instead of focusing on perfection, focus on these three areas that you see on the screen. The first one is consistency. Consistency is so important. You want to incorporate some reasonable, consistent habits, which will make a big difference over the long run. They don't have to be huge um, changes, just small changes, right? Because we want this to be sustainable for you. So just incorporate some consistent small changes. Then we want you to be patient during this process because this is a journey that you're on. Your health and fitness is not something that you're going to do for 30 days, 60 days, or 90 days. Your health and fitness is about being a journey. And so your current habits, you didn't develop your current habits overnight. You won't change your current habits overnight. Be patient with yourself. Give yourself some grace. Um, let's say you want to lose weight. Guess what? You didn't lose, I mean, you didn't gain that weight in 30 or 60 days. So be patient with yourself as you set Set the goal about how much weight you might want to lose or what habits that you want to change. And then finally, persistence is important. It's so important to practice persistence because you have to be determined to reach your goal, right? And if you're determined to reach your goal, that means that you're always working towards your goal. You're being persistent. You're sticking to your guns until you reach your goal. So determine what your goal is and then just stick to your goal. And remember, once again, we're not talking about perfection. There are going to be bumps in the roads. Um, you may end up making a move that wasn't in your plan and that's okay. You just start where you are and keep going. So really, Let's get off of that idea of you have to be perfect. All right, so let's talk a little bit about the why of fitness and nutrition. Uh, actually, we're going to talk about the why, the how, and the what, but this is where we're going to start with the why. So why should you focus on fitness and nutrition? Well, here are six different reasons 
that will help you hopefully realize why it's important to you, um, particularly as a leader, because you need to make sure that you are ready to lead, right? And to move um, your business, your company, your school, whatever area you're working in um, forward. And so you need to be healthy to do that. First, physical capacity decreases with age in non-strength training adults due to the loss of muscle tissue. Now, it doesn't matter if you're 25 or 35 or 55, it doesn't matter your age. Just keep in mind that as we grow older, we need to make sure that we continue to strengthen our muscles and strength or resistance training actually results in stronger muscles that increase your capacity to do work. So you want to make sure that you strength train. Number two, regular resistance training or lifting weights has been associated with so many improvements in, in, in different health measures. Um, for example, it's been um, shown to um, have decrease in cardiovascular uh, risk factors, um, to decrease in um, um, cholesterol levels and a reduction in blood pressure. I mean, all of those are just reasons really to make sure that you put your health and fitness um, first. And it's never too late, never ever. Muscle tissue responds amazingly well um, in size and strength when you strength train. So it's never too late um, for these benefits and to earn these benefits as you move forward. And cardiovascular exercise promotes improvement of your respiratory fitness. Whether you walk, you don't have to run unless you want to, but whether you walk, whether you run, whether you ride, uh, ride a bike, whether you do rock climbing, whatever it is that you like to do to really get your heart moving, that's what you should do. So many benefits there. In numbers five and six, we're talking about our nutrition, right? We're talking about having a diverse and varied diet. We're talking about um, trying to limit the processed foods. Now, let me just say that all foods are processed to some extent, right? Minimal process and then highly processed foods. So you really want to eat as, as, as many minimally processed foods as possible. Doesn't mean I'm saying eliminating uh, processed foods. I mean, I like Lay's potato chips. Once I eat one, that's it. I'm eating the whole bag after that. What do I do though? I limit how often I eat Lay's potato chips. So a diverse, varied diet. And if you have and you follow good nutrition, you just look better, you feel better, and you perform your best. So I gave you six benefits, and then I thought about those benefits. And I thought, well, that might be a lot to remember. And so let me give you um, a way to remember these benefits in two ways. First, you've probably heard of these short sayings before. Number one, use it or lose it. So that's how you remember the benefit around movement and strength training. Use it or lose it. And as far as nutrition, you are what you eat. Remember those two sayings. And those are the benefits of putting your health and fitness better. Summed up in those two short, short phrases. And so what about the how? You know, so I gave you the benefits and you're like, OK, Tracy, so how? What do I do now? Um, where do I begin? So let's take a look on, on where you begin. 
So we're going to stay here on this slide for a second, and we're going to talk about these four pieces that you see here. First of all, action creates change, right? You can't wish for change. It doesn't occur unless you put forth some effort and some action. And so remember that leaders take the initiative. Remember those uh, that first couple of slides, we talked about that. Leaders take the initiative and they make change. The same thing for your health. You've got to do something. And so you can't stay stagnant. You have to move forward, take some action. What will that action looks like, look like? It really depends on your goals, right? But whether it's, again, starting with 10 minutes, whether it's adding um, fruits and vegetables to every meal, um, every all three meals um, each day. Or guess what? For some people, the action may be adding one vegetable uh, to the day because right now they don't eat any. So it just depends on where you are, but you just have to act in order to, to start. Number two, keep a food journal. And um, I share this with people often because you will be surprised at how much you eat and what you eat. So you need to keep a food journal, not forever, but just to get started so that you can actually see what your habits are. Um, it really is helpful to see what you're eating and, and even how often and when you're eating. That's uh, the benefit of a food journal. And so write down everything. Uh, this is this is the uh, opportunity for for truth, for real truth. Don't hide anything. The food journal is for yourself. Nobody's going to see your food journal. Write down every single bite, lick and taste that you put in your mouth in your food journal. Be honest with yourself. Next, learn to eat well. What does that mean? Eat well. Well, what we mean by eating well is really about you have a diet that you follow right now. We're not saying, or I'm not saying to change everything that you do. I'm not saying to change how you eat. What I am saying or suggesting is incorporate foods that you know are nutrient dense into your diet, right? So you may, again, go back to the vegetables and fruits. You may not eat many vegetables during the day. Well, what changes are you going to make to incorporate those vegetables into your meals? You don't have to take anything away, but incorporate more of those nutrient, uh, nutrient dense foods into your meals and you'll see a difference because they may take the place of some of the other food that you eat. So again, it's not about taking things away. It's really about adding in more nutritious food on a regular basis in order to be more consistent because the best diet is the one that you can stick with and that is sustainable and that you learn from. And that's why we don't go about making those drastic changes again, um, you may make one or two changes at a time. And let's say that if you talk about vegetables, let's say that you really don't like broccoli, don't like broccoli at all. Guess what? Don't eat broccoli. But let's say you like spinach and let's say you like collard greens and let's say you like cauliflower. 
those are the vegetables that you are going to incorporate. So many people think that they have to incorporate foods that they don't like, and that's not true. We want you to incorporate foods that you do like. Why would you eat foods that you don't like, right? So those are the things that we want um, for you as you move forward. And then our final steps are here as well. Getting started. It's so important that you stay hydrated. Um, our body, right? Our body is made up mostly of water. And so you want to stay hydrated. A lot of people may say, well, I don't know how much, how much water should I drink or how much uh, fluids and water do I need every day? And that just depends. It depends on a lot of things, really. Um, it depends on, let's say, your size, right? Larger people versus smaller people. It depends on whether you exercise or not. It may depend on if you're outside, the temperature and the humidity outside. Um, but typically, uh, it, typically a range is you want to get um, maybe about three liter, three liters of water every day or three liters of water and liquids every day or about 100 ounces. Um, some people also use this guideline. They'll say, try to drink, aim to drink about um, one ounce of water for every pound that you weigh, right? So if you weigh 120 pounds, then you may want to aim for 120 ounces. Does that mean that you have to drink 120 ounces every single day? No, nope, no, nope, that's not what we're saying. Because remember, we're not aiming for perfection. We're just aiming for consistency. We want you to be consistent about staying hydrated and basically drink when you're thirsty. Drink when you're thirsty. Um, how do you get started? Just walk. Just walk. Walking must be one of the most accessible movements and most accessible exercises that most of us can do. Just walk whether it's walking outside. If walking outside is not accessible, let's say because of the weather, um, let's say your neighborhood may not be conducive to walking. Um, sometimes we take that for granted, right? We go outside and walk and, 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 and um, some people's neighborhoods may not be conducive to walking. Um, if you have a treadmill, you can walk on a treadmill. Um, one of the things that um, I know some people do is, believe it or not, they'll walk around their house. They'll go up and down the stairs. They'll walk around. They'll do laps around their house. Is it exciting? No, but they have a goal and they want to meet their goal. So just move your body, do the activities that you like. And finally, make sure you get enough sleep because sleep is so important. Um, as leaders, we don't get enough sleep. We work and we work and we work. And when the work is almost done, we work some more. And then we end up getting just a little bit of sleep. And that's not great for us as leaders or just in general. So you want to try to get seven to nine hours of sleep. Again, we're not aiming for perfection, but consistency. So about seven to nine hours of sleep will just give you the opportunity to recover from stress. Okay. Well, What's next on our agenda? We are now on to the what. We've got the how, we've got the why, and now we're looking at the what. What do you do next? So in these next slides, what I'd like to do is I'd like to show you really how moving and strength training can positively impact our daily lives. So during... Um, when I provide one-on-one -on -one coaching services to clients, I focus on strength training. And I focus on strength training 
because I see the value in it. And I see how strength training is really aligned to what we do every single day. And I'd like to share that with you right now to show you what that looks like. And so what you see here is our movements can be broken down into five main movements. I mean, like our daily movements that we do daily can be broken down into five main movements and they're called functional movements. So let me share those five with you. Here they are. So here are the primary functional movements, bending and lifting. Think about, and now I actually want you all to reflect on your movements throughout your day. So take some moments, um, some um, few moments to reflect on each one of these. Bending and lifting. Some examples I provide here are picking up children, um, picking up suitcases, anything that you have to bend over and pick up. Now think about how often you do that during the day. The next movement, single leg movements, walking up the stairs, um, walking your dog. Um, something I don't have on here, but it could be, you may take a step forward and bend down to pick something up. That's a single leg movement if you take one step forward and bend down. So think about how often you do the single leg movements during the day. Pushing movements, pushing your vacuum cleaner, mowing the lawn, those are pushing movements. Again, consider your pushing movements. Pulling movements, um, oh, when you're vacuum cleaner, you push and you pull back, you push and you pull back, right? Gardening and raking, those are pulling movements as well. So again, throughout your day, think about some of those, those movements that you're making in your everyday activities. Rotational movements. Oh, winter is on its way. So some of us may be shoveling snow. So think about how you shovel snow and you twist when you're shoveling snow, you rotate your body. Um, even when you twist around to reach something behind you, you're rotating your body. And so I know that I said I would share five primary functional movements, but I added a sixth one here. And this one is carrying and moving a load. And I, you think about groceries, right? When you're just walking and you've either got your groceries down by your sides or you've got your groceries in your arms, you are carrying items um, throughout your day. So these are just some examples. And sometimes, well, quite often, actually, these movements don't happen in isolation, right? So here's what I mean. For example, a person uh, picking up a child, picking up a child, turning to place the child into a high chair is performing bending and lifting and also rotational at the same time, right? So, so often we do these moves throughout our day. And this is why I like to focus on strength training because I know that strength training will help us with these motions. And so, and looking at them a different way, let's look at the action. Let's look at the action. So what do they look like? So excuse me, y'all, I'm sharing some pictures um, of me working out so I can kind of show you what they look like. So we talked about bending and lifting. So when you bend and lift, some uh, resistance training moves you can do are squats and deadlifts, right? So if you look at the picture to the top right of your screen, screen that's a squat. Think about how many times um, you squat down to pick something up 
off of the floor or you squat down. Oh, you know, I always talk about we've been really purchasing Amazon uh, orders, right? So you have to squat down, pick up that Amazon box, right? Same thing with the deadlift, which is uh, the next picture right beneath the squat. When you have to bend down and pull something up or pick something up off the floor, that's a deadlift motion. And so both of those strength training moves will help you in your everyday moves. We talked about the single leg movements. What you're looking at here is a lunge. Again, when you lunge, you might prefer to pick something up in this fashion when you lunge forward and pick something up off the floor. And then step ups would be similar to going up the stairs, right? But when you strength train, you might carry some additional resistance to step up and step down. Again, building your muscles. Pushing movements would include doing push-ups um, and chest presses, what you see here. And so these are some of the moves that I like to program um, into um, the workouts that I create for folks so that, again, you begin to build that strength in order to do your everyday activities. And then finally, if you look at the last three pulling movements, remember we talked about mowing the lawn and raking. So you might do rows or chin-ups. That's um, the left picture and the middle picture. Um, again, just increasing the strength. For rotational movements, um, I might program Russian twists, which is what you see there. And you twist to both sides. You're really strengthening the core. And then one picture I don't have here for the carries, we, there's actually a move called the farmer's carry. And that's when you actually put weights in your hands and you walk. Again, just building the strength because these are all just very functional moves. You don't really think about it, but hopefully just breaking it down like this and having you think about your everyday moves and then seeing what they look like when you add some resistance is helpful for you um, because these daily functional moves can really be made easier and more efficient by incorporating some strength training into your exercise routine. So these were just some examples that I wanted to provide um, um, to you. And a lot of these moves you can do with additional weight, but you can also use your body weight too. Sometimes depending on where you are, you want to start with your body weight and then work your way up to include some additional um, resistance with it. So putting your plan into motion, the why, the how, the what. Um, we've talked about all three of these. Um, let's remember how they're similar to our leadership concepts right? When we talk about our health and fitness, it's time for you to set yourself as a priority. Number two, it's time for you to take the initiative and take action. Number three, create a plan. And don't just create the plan, then actually act on it. Number four, show care for yourself, right? You care for others, show care for yourself. And then number five, find others who will support you and help you along your journey. Um, those are just the five uh, leadership concepts that we talked about and how we want to incorporate that. And then finally, just some helpful tips, um, some support. Surround yourself with friends and family that, help, that will help you meet your goals. And that support can also look like online communities, um, joining a gym, 
or finding a group or a club that you might want to join that has physical fitness at its core. Go and find some guidance. Um, whether you hire a coach online or in person, um, a personal trainer at a gym, find someone who can help work, uh, support you on your journey because it is a journey. You're in this for the long run. And then um, you need to gain some knowledge, right? Ask questions. That's how we learn. Just ask questions um, and Google it. Google is pretty great. I'm telling you, Google it. Just put it in Google and, and find the answers. Of course, you have to make sure that those um, answers come from um, reasonable sources, but certainly that is an option. And just take some online courses. Just increase your knowledge and your understanding. Start where you are. Remember that action creates change. In order for change to occur, to occur you have to act. And then remember, we're not talking about perfection. Get that out of your mind. We're not. Mm -mm. We are talking about being consistent. We're talking about being patient and we're talking about being persistent. And it's funny because as I say those three, um, those three concepts, I think about leadership again. Right. When you think about being a leader, those are very important um, concepts of leadership consistency, patience, and persistence. And they also help in your health and fitness. And that's it. Um, Coach T, I, I have made it to the end. I hope that I have helped some of our leaders out there. Um, are there any questions? What can we do now, Coach? Tracy, you were awesome. This was great information, just practical information. And sometimes we need that, especially when we get busy. And it's like, I know I've said that I like to eat. I don't have time. I've said a lot of the things that you said. But a few things I wanted to highlight before I jump into our queue where our audience shared. And if you have questions, please put those in the chat. But some of the things that stood out was watching other people, i.e. being a good student. So being a good student in our leadership and in our own health and, and wellness, you hired a coach. I, I like that you said that because most of our mentors have said that time and time again. So clearly there's value behind that mm -hmm. and joining an online mentorship group or community where you can be supported is very important for you to be supported mm -hmm. treating yourself as a priority taking the initiative to take action so you got to take the initiative but you still got to act too right. creating your plan you know, we care for others, but like they say, you need to put your mask on first and, and collaborating. Mm -hmm. And then I, I really like that you said, you know, you could sum it up in the two lines, use it or lose it. And that goes for a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And then you are what you eat. So I'm thinking about what I ate today. <laughs> and that is probably not how I want to be looking. <laughs> 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 so we do have some people that tune in they said you were giving some great information you are giving some great stuff here let's see what our our uh listening and viewing audience had to say so michelle says she's the best so she is very familiar with you and your work Renee say, yes, you are the absolute best, best coach ever. So kudos to you. The mister is in the building. Your, your hubby 
is in the building and he said you gave so much great information and so supportive i love it happy anniversary i think you all shared an anniversary we did okay so kudos to to you all and then uh Ty says so much information, so much comfort and working out. I love it. That's my brother. Hey, Ty. <laughs> awesome. We got Rhonda. You gave some great reasons and great benefits, which Christine also talked about the benefits. Giovanna said awesome job. Courtney, she loved the practical information. So time to reset. Yes. We, we did have a question. So your brother did ask a question, which is a great one. And the question is, is there an advantage to sticking to a specific time versus exercising when you can? Now, that's a good one. Oh, that's great. And 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 I'm just going to say, I don't know if that's my brother or my father. I guess I guess I guess Coach T, you probably say you've got your whole family on this show, huh? But <laughs> listen, you got to be supported. So kudos to you. <laughs> that's right. That's right. They are supportive. And so is there advantage to sticking to a specific time versus exercising where you can? I think that is a great question. And I would say that is that depends on the person. And here's what I mean by that. If you know that you have such a busy lifestyle, then number one, it might be beneficial for you to say, you know, every Tuesday, Thursday and Saturday at um, six o'clock in the morning, I'm going to work out and I'm going to put myself on my schedule. Because remember, if you can schedule other folks into your schedule, you can schedule yourself into your schedule. Um, now, that's one way of looking at it. Another way of looking at it may be, I have such a busy schedule that I'm not going to schedule it in, but I'm going to guarantee, I'm going to promise myself that I'm going to have three 30-minute sessions this week. Now, it just depends on the person. For some people, that flexibility may not be an option, right? I mean, you may not, you may overlook that flexibility and you may need the structure. So I think it just depends on the person. I am typically a structured person, so I do like to plan when I'm going to work out. Um, and sometimes it doesn't happen and I'm okay because I'm not perfect, remember? So if for some reason I skip a workout, what I do like to do is to make sure that I make it up. And I think that's what's important. It's setting a schedule, um, holding yourself accountable, and also allowing yourself the grace to know well, I'm not perfect. And darn it, today was Wednesday. I was supposed to do lower body. I missed it. I'm going to do it tomorrow instead. And then holding yourself accountable to make it up, if that makes sense. It does. It absolutely makes sense. And you have to know who you are and you have to know the structure for yourself. I'm a morning person and I know that I, I need to go in the morning. If not, then that flexibility. I don't need flexibility in this area. That's me. Right. <laughs> so right. that was a, a great question. We also have another question. And this is a good one, too, because I've heard a lot of different things. Does it matter if you eat before you work out or after? And I, and I go in the morning. So should I be eating or not? 
<laughs> you know what? It it really doesn't matter at all. And let me let me tell you why. And let me also put a caveat on that. And what I mean is, if your goal is to in, incorporate movement into your lifestyle, then it doesn't matter when you eat before or after. Your goal is simply to incorporate movement into your lifestyle. You're not moving right now and you need to move. So move when you can. I don't care if it's before or after you eat, just move. So that is your goal, right? Um, if your goal is to ensure that you get your workout in in the morning, right? T, that's your goal. It doesn't matter if you eat breakfast before or after. Your goal is to get in that workout. So get it in because you need that structure. And if you throw in breakfast, that might mess up your structure. Now, there are some other um, options, you know, if you, it depends on, you know, what your goals are. Um, and it doesn't matter whether you eat before or after, but it matters just simply to eat, right? Because some people may want to build muscle, right? And they want to eat food. So let's not restrict ourselves from eating. Let's eat. Other people may want to lose fat. Thus, they're going to be more in a calorie deficit and they're not going to eat as much. But it doesn't matter when you eat. Just eat in order to fuel your body and move in order to get your body moving, whether it's cardio or whether it's strength training. You want to incorporate movement into your body. I mean, I'm uh, moving into your daily lifestyle. Awesome. So Renee, she just shared that she's going to uh, put her food journaling. She said, I'm going to, back to her food journaling. It's not yeah. about perfection, but persistence. So that's awesome. That is awesome. And, and then we do have one more question uh, in our last few minutes together. But before we get to that question, I want you to be able to give your contact information. So how can people get and stay connected with you? Oh, great. Thank you. No, they can. Um, I am on Instagram uh, at Fitness with Tracy. That's my Instagram handle. And uh, also, if you just visit my website um, and my website is uh, fitnesswithtracy.com. Awesome. So if you want to get and stay connected with Tracy. You can hop over to Instagram at Fitness with Tracy or go to fitnesswithtracy.com. And we have one more question that I'm going to wrap up and how fitting this is dad. So dad has the final say. And he says, talk a little bit about the length of time to exercise, which is another important one because people probably say, well, I don't have time. Yeah. So I'm not going to go. So Great question. It is a good question. It really is. And um, I love how uh, most of the answers are going to be really tailored to the individual. Right. And so when you talk about the length of time to work out, I may start with one client and say, you know what? I just want you to walk 10 minutes every single day just to start moving. That's it. Um, with another client, I may say, oh, OK, so here's a program of uh, a three day program with um, strength training. And then on the fourth day, uh, just make sure that you get in some cardio. 
that program looks a lot different from the other program for the other person. However, your goal is to work up. So you really want to include um, about 150, this is the, the minimum, right? About 100, about 150 to 180 minutes of exercise weekly into your program. And then from that, you begin to individualize and um, work with people's goals and with their lifestyles and with their um, ability level. Awesome. Well, Tracy, this has been awesome. I learned a lot of information. You have actually had me to go back and think about my food journal, go back and my practical tips, you know, and really it's not about perfection and whatever few minutes that you do have being persistent mm -hmm. and being consistent and mm -hmm. take action. So I really appreciate you sharing with me and all of those in our virtual learning laboratory tonight. So thank you so much. Oh, you are more than welcome. I appreciate um, being able to share with you and your community. Um, and thank you for having me. It was fun. I, I really appreciate it. This was a nice reset. So thank you so much, especially after I got my little doctor's info saying I need to do better and increase my cardio. So thank you for reinforcing what the doctor said. Absolutely. I got my eyes on you. See. <laughs> See, that's why I put it out there for accountability. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you, viewing and listening audience, for tuning in to another episode with Leadership Tidbits with Coach T. Wilson. We had Dr. Tracy Townsend in the building where she gave us all kind of practical and useful tips that we can go and implement right away around our nutrition and around our fitness. So thank you for tuning in. We'll be back next week, next Tuesday, same bat channel, same bat place with another mentor. And until we meet again, I hope you have a super amazing week. And don't forget to share this with a friend because you might be the key that they need to open up a door and get these useful tips. So until next time, we'll chat later. Thank you, friends, for tuning in to another episode of Leadership Tidbits with Coach T. Wilson, where Taiwana speaks with leaders who share nuggets of wisdom that you can use in your personal and professional life. Follow her on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Coach T. Wilson. Connect on LinkedIn or visit www.coachtwilson.com. And remember, in life, learn as much as you can, appreciate often, and lead fearlessly.